0: Hello and good morning. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Still I Rise. I'm your host and friend, Sherry Golightly. As a quick disclaimer, I'm not a licensed therapist, psychiatrist, or psychologist, so please do not substitute this podcast for any mental health therapy you feel you may need. In my podcast, I'm here to share my journey as a newly single mommy of two adorable little boys. I recently left a very toxic marriage of 11 years. I was very codependent, dealing with somebody who was having an addiction to methamphetamines and was very narcissistic. I made the decision to leave because I knew that not only was staying in the marriage very unhealthy for myself, but worst of all my children so as i share my journey i do hope that i will be able to empower or help those who find themselves in a similar situation to find strength within themselves to reclaim their lives and start all over thanks for listening definitely been a while since my last episode. I completely just realized that. Um, I've been very busy with a lot of things, which is good, um, but I do apologize for being absent for the last few days. It's been probably close to a week, but I am glad to be back, and I'm glad to be able to share more insights with you guys it's been a very good week, productive, very um just positive. You know, I have to say that when you do remove all the negativity, we hear this quite a bit, so it sounds kind of cliché, but it's absolutely true. When you remove all the negativity from your life, it just does wonders and you become a much stronger person once you Get used to not having that negativity in your life because you get comfortable, not comfortable, you get, yeah, you get comfortable with and happy with not having all of that nonsense around you. So speaking of which, I will be doing my morning ritual of lighting my sage and my Palo Santo. I have my wonderful cup of Vietnamese coffee right next to me. And I'm ready to start my day. So let me go ahead and light my Palo Santo. Oh, that smell. I just love it. I hope that everybody is having a wonderful December thus far. It's been usually around this time. I understand that it can be especially when you're either in still in that relationship or when you leave the relationship there's just areas of course because it's the first year of um it's the first year without being with that person or you know just having that void you know especially with the children it's hard to really You know, get used to that. But you know, you try to make things as good as you possibly can for not just the children, but yourself as well. What is it that's going to make you happy? What is it that's going to, you know, make you feel better about the holidays? For me personally, I mentioned in my last, you know, my last few episodes when we were putting up the tree, it was rough. For the children because of course they miss their father, and um there's been there's been some times where you know they'll have these memories and they'll think back on you know how much they miss him and that's totally okay. they're allowed to feel that you're allowed to feel that but I will say this the last two weeks have been very empowering for me. The last two weeks have been just, like I had mentioned, positive. I'm not sure exactly if it's one thing or another that I've had going on. Or maybe it was a combination of everything. But whatever it is, I'm not complaining. I completely enjoy it. I'm embracing it. So... Uh that's what I wanted to talk about today is just kind of getting through the holidays and just really, you know, seeing things in a different perspective and in a, and in a different light. You know, it's like I think when we're single moms or single parents, I'm sorry, I don't want to single out the, the males here. But when we're single parents, it's like we tend to just pour our lives on just our children, and work, and just, but we always have to make time and give ourselves something to look forward to. What's the next thing we're going to look forward to? As I mentioned in my last episode, what's next? What are we mapping out? So, and you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be big things. It could be small things. For example, uh, this week, my children and I have a Christmas party to look forward to, and, you know, it's not really, like, anything huge, like I mentioned, it's not like we're going to Disneyland or anything like that, but we are, you know, we're going to do something fun, and, you know, it's like, as far as, um you know, getting into the Christmas spirit, you know, I'll be honest, like I said, I was not really... Feeling it, I was very much like, "Oh my goodness, how am I gonna, how am I gonna, how am I gonna get by with this?" Or, you know, um, I, I just didn't want to fail my children. But you know, it's like when you think good thoughts, and we try to, you know, look at things in a much more positive way things start changing, they truly do, and uh, I can honestly say that right there was basically what helped me out for the last two weeks. I was very stressed out, you know, I found different ways to get by, and you know, things came my way, and you know, um, I am a believer of God, so it's like, He delivered, you ask, and He will, you know, He will deliver. But, uh, I mean, either way, I I still feel that that's like a a law of attraction. It's like, you know, if you you think good things, if you, you know, you manifest these things in your mind, and they will happen. You just have to, you really just have to believe it, you know, and it's just, you know, finding um, the resources. I think that's what it is, also, is just, you know, things just don't come your way, but For me personally, you know, I'll think, okay, you know, this is this is tough. And I'll you know, I'll say a little prayer in my head and say, Okay, God, you know, help me out here, please. I if you could help me through the situation, you know, it's like I don't have like a miracle just pop up on my doorstep like that. However, God utilizes tools, you know, to show me, well, that's how I see it. For example, it's just I need help with getting my car fixed. You know, I um I kind of think about, okay, I you know, I don't want to bring religion too much into this, but I do Think okay, I need to find myself a very trustworthy mechanic, or I need to find myself a. Um, I need to find myself a good lead, and it, it'll happen. It may not happen that day, but you know when it does happen on that exact day, I really see it as a miracle. You know, it's like I believe that. You know these. Signed are sometimes they could even be people, but we just have to be, we just have to keep our minds open for that. And I believe that when we have our mind clustered, it's really hard to recognize these things. So it's very important for us to have a clear mind. And what I found is when you're surrounded by negative people, they kind of pollute your little energy space. So it's really hard for you to recognize your blessings. And it's best to just either limit yourself to those contacts of those people or just completely cut them off. I know it's easier said than done, but I'm a firm believer of that. I truly am. And I really do believe in, that's why I sage every morning, I cleanse my energy space so I have the ability to think clearly when things happen, and I got to share with you guys, I have not heard from my children's father in quite some time. Some things happened. I'd rather not share just yet because I have a lot of people that could, you know, could not, could be very unhappy about it. But we'll just say that, you know, he took a timeout. He took an adult timeout, an adult detention if you will. And, you know, I haven't heard from him. A lot of things have been going on in his life. And I've brought myself to not be so involved. I look at it as, because prior to that, my whole outlook on that was like, well, he's still the father of my children. I should be concerned. I should feel that, you know, I was shouldering all of that Though I wasn't there present, I felt like I was kind of shouldering that because I would have to explain to the kids, X, Y, Z. But when I realized that it was not my problem because, let's face the facts, as cold as it may sound, I made the decision five months ago to leave. And I left not because I wanted to be a vindictive person and ruin his entire life, which I'm painted out to be, but that's totally okay because you can't control how people's minds work you can't control how people see you and it's easier to it's easier to see that and accept that when you're no longer in that relationship however when you're in that relationship it's like being in a very smoky room. You're trying to see your visions blurred and it's just like, you know, just imagine like being in a polluted room and, you know, you're like, okay, I I see this, but you have somebody that's constantly polluting it more and more. And, you know, it's just like the smog is horrendous. You can't see anything. But when you take a step out and you realize what you were going through while you were in that room, you're like, okay, I get it. But that's where that was, you know, I, I realized that I can't, I have to accept the fact that how he sees me is how he sees me. And I can't do anything to change that. And at the same time, actions and how he reacts to things, obviously, it's 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 pretty evident that nothing has changed. Absolutely nothing has changed. I believe that when people do not take accountability for their own actions, they have not learned any valuable lessons. So there's quite a bit of... You know, there's still quite a bit of that, but the difference between now and then with me is I found that when I removed myself from any negative sources, I was able to think more clearly and I am able to react to things clearly instead of actually, well not react, but instead of actually reacting to certain things that are being said to me, I learned to just let it roll off my back. Because it's like fighting with these type of people is like, you know, it's fighting with like a two-year-old. You know, it, it's like when you're, for those of us that have that have kids, we know that. Where you're just like, no, no, no. And they're like, no, 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 no. And you're not getting anywhere. But I honestly think it's worse than fighting with a two-year-old. Um, but why waste all of your good energy on that? And once I really stuck that to my head things got better I'm not miserable, I'm not sad, I'm very much happy where I'm at and I really do encourage those of you that are in that situation that tend to you know just realize you have the power to change how you feel and whoever this person is that's trying to manipulate you or people understand that they are not people who walk on water. You don't worship them. There's a saying, it says, you know, when you put somebody on a pedestal, they have no choice but to look down on you. So let's stop doing that. We need to put ourselves on a pedestal. I mean, don't be self-centered, but... We really have to start taking care of ourselves. And, you know, it it just kind of, I can't fathom why certain people will say, well, you just want to make yourself happy or, you know, it's all about you. I can mention that quite a bit because, you know, I've heard that so many times on my end and also other people. When, you know, when they go through things, you know, it's like the people who are closest to them tend to say stuff like that as if, it's such a, a taboo to be happy. It's not. As I always say, life is a gift. Why would you waste it feeling beat up? So I'm here to tell you today. I'm here to tell you guys today that you have every right to be happy. You don't need any validation from anybody I'm giving you permission to be happy. (laughs) I want you to look yourself in the mirror. And I want you to see you. I want you to start realizing your value. I want you to think about all of the accomplishments that you've had within the last few years. You alone And if you can't think of any, I'm sure that, you know, if you really look through all of your memories, just think about a time where you made somebody else smile or think about the time that you saved your, you know, saved your management or work, you know, embarrassment or think about the times that, you know, you pulled through for somebody else. Think about the heart that you have think about the most important thing think about how you are with your children and how valuable you are to them think about the impact that you make on their life every day and know that you are something special and that nobody even the person that suppose or the people that supposedly love you even if they tell you otherwise that you're wrong and you're not good enough recognize that if they are trying to tear you down you don't need to be around them or if it's somebody that you cannot distance yourself from completely then set boundaries it's okay to do that and if they get upset hey you're taking care of yourself it's as if for example it's funny how when those of us that have uh you know I've had um, people get mad at me for not calling off because there's an event that's coming up, you know, I, and the way I see it, it's like, hey, you know, I'm sorry you're upset, but I really have to work because I have to pay bills. It's funny how we put work as a priority and bills as a priority, but we don't put ourselves as a priority. So I want us to start really looking at ourselves as a priority. You are, it's important that you take care of you so think of it like that. Think about it as like if somebody's trying to talk to you about being and it's negative, I don't care what it is, whether whatever it is that's making you uncomfortable. If you have to bail and say, "Hey, you know what? Thank you, but I can't." Then do so. Because once they pull you pull you into the negativity, they're asking you to call off of work, which is basically preventing you from paying your bills. It's a codependent behavior that we tend to do. We tend to have. But start looking at it that way. When someone's like, you know what, you're blah 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 blah, you you recognize that and you're just you just tell them, Hey, um, I love you if it's a family member and that you have and you have to set boundaries. I love you, but you know i i can't deal with this right now i have things that i have to do and if they care about you enough they'll understand and they'll get off your back but if it's where if it's pretty destructive and it you're continuously feeling it and it's making you uncomfortable and it's preventing you from doing all of the daily things that you need to be doing it's time to tap out from from that, even for, you know, even for a short while, but, you know, if it's somebody that you need to set boundaries with, we all have those categories. Or if it's somebody that, you know, if it's a spouse, you really don't have to take that. In my opinion, you don't have to take that. You know, it's like, um, set boundaries with them at first. If you feel that it's workable, set boundaries with them at first. If they are not respecting your boundaries, then, you know, it's time to call it quits. It's a wrap you've got to take care of yourself. You've been rolling around in the mud long enough. It's time to get out of that. So, I want you guys to really work on, you know, on you. Self-care is the key. Self-love is the key. Everything else will fall into place. Your standards will be much higher. And it doesn't necessarily have to be for a significant other when you're choosing a significant other. It will be it will be pertinent or it would be like, um, excuse me, I'm still waking up, but it will be related to things, um, you know, everything. It'll be related to whether it be like um, choosing friends, choosing, you know, family members who to be around with around more. Um, you know, like I said, like with your, if it's a spouse and you're getting abused, it's time to get out of there. It will be like choosing activities, you know, now these days I look at it, okay, if I do this, how is this going to make, you know, is this going to bring me joy? Is it going to bring me temporary joy? I mean, even if that's the case, that's okay. But, you know, I I look at all these different factors, like, is this going to be worth it? For example, if I, even if I'm about to make a purchase, you know, whether it be like, okay, well, if I do this. This will make, you know, um, you also have to take the financial factors into place. Like, okay, I'm very frugal these days. Um, I'll think, okay, well, if I pay for this dinner, is it going to be worth it? Because I think that we tend to make decisions based on emotion. And once you're when you're calm and you have a clear mind, you're making better decisions so I really encourage you to work on just that self-awareness keeping yourself calm, finding that inner peace and just you know uh, trust me it really works um, so what I, I what I wanted to share with you my um my experience is I have not heard from the father of my children I keep getting backtracked sorry uh, I have not heard from the fa- father of my children for the last like um, I think since November 10th and so yesterday I had um, I received a call from him but of course I didn't answer it I didn't want to hear his voice I just I, I, I can't because I know for me it's poison so I declined the call and I sent him a text message and I said, uh, please call the children. Well, I couldn't get a hold of the children, so I let the children know, please call your dad. So my boys were talking to their dad and he had asked something, and being that it's close to Christmas time, I had thought he had said something about certain gifts which honestly I would have communicated with him in a cordial way and said hey um I already purchased xyz for the boys um you know that way there's some kind of communication so we're not you know buying the same thing I would have looked at it as being cordial but uh he had said something and um my son had said, no, thank you. I said, oh, what was, what was he saying? And so he was still on the phone with his dad and he said, well, he said, you know, blah, blah, blah. And so my ex had overheard it and he had said, oh, he had asked my son, what? So my Sud had repeated and um, he basically said something along the lines of tell her to mind her own business. Of course, I did get upset and I had to make it very clear that my, you know, anything that has to do with my children, it is my business. And I had said to him, look, I wasn't being rude to you. I was asking because I thought it was pertaining to Christmas gifts. I didn't want to double purchase something. So if you could please not be rude, that would be great. Um, Of course, he was very upset and said something along the lines of, look, I'm not talking to you. I said, okay, well, that's fine. Here's your son back. And, um, you know, of course... After the call, more things on his end were on there. I mean, I did tell him, I don't understand why you're being rude, but I accept how you feel. And that's something that they're not able to really stomach is when you tell them, I accept how you feel. You know, and um, instead of trying to defend yourself because that's the reaction that they're trying to get. So I told him, well, I, you know, I don't know, I don't understand why you always have to be rude. Um, however, I do accept how you feel and just enjoy the rest of your day. I received a text message probably an hour later saying, well, spoken from somebody that tried very hard to ruin my character. That wasn't really a productive statement. And I know that partaking in that, you know, that I see those as like little invitations or little jabs, and sometimes it's like you know we tend to have that mentality where it's like, oh my gosh, I'm not, I I need to have the last word, and I will be honest, I was one of those people in the past that felt like I always had to have the last word, until I realized um, just recently that having these type of arguments with these type of people is like fighting with a you know, a two- or three-year-old, but worse. So I didn't reply. And certain things and certain, you know, certain things that are being said to me used to bother me now these days. Very minimal, very minimal. I'm still working on on just, com- you know, completely being just non-responsive to things. So... It's getting there. (laughs) And I'm definitely proud of myself. And I know that you guys could do that too. You know, um, just remind yourself, these people have no power over how you feel. They will only have that power if you allow them to. So take control of your own feelings and don't let anybody shape your feelings or thoughts for you. Because truly, they're your thoughts. They're your feelings. Just know that you are more capable than you think you are. And you can get through anything if you truly, truly want to. As I always say, we will get through this together. Once again, thank you for listening. I hold you all very dear to my hearts. To my heart. <laughs> and until next time, I'm your host and friend, Cherry Golightly. Have a great one.